Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast that is brought to you exclusively from Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it's my incredible honor to share with you a muse on this beautiful day. And so the reason why I use the word muse is because there are many days when I there is a very small detail of my day that causes me, um, it, it, it acts as a muse, and it causes my mind and my heart to journey into revelation and understanding and really deepening passions. There are things like sunsets or sunrises and um, fields and mountains and water, and, and sometimes it's a cup of coffee, and sometimes it's a conversation with a friend, but there are little things about my day that really move me in a deep way. And um, I wanna share about something I saw today. I saw a picture of cows that were grazing in a field. And when I saw this, I immediately felt this, um, this immediate understanding that we're so caught up in the busyness of the world that we've forgotten about the earth. We're so caught up in the technologies of this world, the technologies of modern civilization and really of systems of Babylonian captivity that we've forgotten about the technologies of the earth. And we forgot about um, the importance of uh, foundational principles like the stewardship of creation. And, um, you know, as I began to meditate on this, you know, it just began to sit deeper in my spirit. It began to really carve out a new passion in me in deeper ways. You know, my wife and I, we have been passionate about um, about learning how to grow food in a sustainable way and learning how to invoke a response from creation in order to grow whole foods, to grow healthy, real foods that are not genetically modified, that are not... Um, uh, that are not poisoned by certain chemicals, but it's actually the way that Yahweh designed for food to nourish us. We want to grow that kind of food. And so that's why we're pursuing the goals that we have um, is because we want to honor the original call. You know, we're so aware of our first responsibility, really the initial responsibility of our species. And that's this inborn kind of propensity that Yahweh put in us to steward the earth. It was designed into us, literally. Um, this awareness of our need to really steward the earth that was created for us to take dominion over. And the problem is that there's so much noise today. There's so many distractions that are happening today. And I know that I don't have to even explain that, but when you really think about how much you pick up your cell phone and how much you open social media apps and how much you use a computer to um, to entertain you with YouTube or maybe even just music or um, and all these things that if you use them the right way, of course, they can lead you in the right direction with worship music or by putting out good content in the kind of um, madness of the internet um, as Yahweh leads you. I understand that some of these things can be good, but there are so many, there's such a high degree of modern noise that sits in front of our faces and prevents us from really resurfacing those original um, kind of 
uh, first responsibility drives in us. You know, the, it's hard for us to resurface what's been buried inside of our timeless heart because we've got so much noise in front of our modern face, you know. And so it's really been sitting heavy on my heart to, you know, to really bring an awareness of this um, back into my life, back into the lives of my friends and my families to really continue to get loud and to, um, to let everybody know that it's okay to deny the modern distractions that have become so, um, just so ubiquitous. It's, uh, you can't, you can't look anywhere without somebody having some kind of cell phone without actively using some kind of social media platform to either promote themselves or their business. But, you know, it's just so evident that we as a species have become almost like some proverbial rat in this cultural experiment of this internet machine. And it sucked us all into um, subjugation to this you know, chemical reward system where, and some of you guys have maybe heard about the the dopamine triggers that happen when you utilize social media, when you get notifications, when all these things happen, that literally trains us over time to desire things like influence over true inheritance and desire to desire things like um, literally just somebody's attention over focusing your own attention on the life that's in front of you without I'm talking about outside of the phone the, the people that are in front of your face the the yard that's right there at the at the reach of your hand you could be digging a garden or you could be building something or you could be holding your children you could be serving your wife you could be doing so many other things than getting sucked back into that chemical reward system that's literally designed to give you a desire to be popular, but will end up, if you get too sucked into it, to literally could just make you poor because you begin chasing things that these intangible concepts that never even carry any value. There's no, um, like, yeah, some people can say, well, if you get so many views and you get, um, you know, a certain amount of, maybe if you put ads and videos, and there's so many ways you can make money on the internet, but, um, Really, when you think about it, if you invest your entire life into looking for some kind to create some kind of value on the internet, you're, there's no concrete, um, kind of tangible, measurable market value to what you're building. It's it's something that can't be appraised. Like I sell real estate, and I understand the concept of an appraisal and the concept of something having, um, you know, in a market sense, tangible um, scarcity uh, that would increase the demand of it. Um, there's no limited supply of internet space. There's no sense of an appreciable future or anything like that that would give it some kind of legitimate market value. Some kind of, you can't even hold it in your hand. You can't hold your followers in your hand. You can't, um, there's so much that limits you. And it, ca- it has caused literally an entire generation of people um, to be fooled into building this, this empire this invisible empire, to pouring themselves into uh, digesting content from platforms that don't even tangibly exist, that exist as some kind of intangible entertainment system or a social network that really isn't that social at all. And I know that because I've met so many people that are very social online. They're, they have a strong presence. They're surrounded by people, but they feel so alone. 
And it's because Yahweh designed for us to not get caught up in the technologies of the world, but to learn how to steward and engage with the technologies of the earth. You know, one thing I love about um, the, the book of Genesis, really the first few chapters, is a very small detail that a lot of us don't talk about. And it happens so quickly in the course of this creation story that many people overlook it. But if you notice that during the seven, um, the six days of creation, the seventh day of rest, there's a lot happening that's occurring. There are realities that are collapsing into the timeline um, of, uh, you know, the, the material realm that are a result of Yahweh speaking. And so I've taught a lot that there's so much that was happening prior to him opening his mouth and singing that song that would carry the weight that could collapse a universe into existence. There's so much there. But the the thing that blows my mind the most, especially as of lately, is that everything that we see in those days of creation was spoken into existence. Um, with the exception of um, of mankind, which was crafted, and he actually breathed into um, into mankind. He breathed into this technology of the earth, and he gave it a name. He had a special dream. But then, instead of um, instead of speaking a garden into existence, there's a, an actual there's a verse. Um, I think it's in. Let me just look at it real quick in my Bible. Genesis chapter two. Ah, verse 8, 7 and 8. So in 7 it says, And Yahweh Elohim formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils breath of life. And the man became a living being. In verse 8, And Yahweh Elohim planted a garden in Eden to the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And I find it so interesting that earlier in the creation story, Yahweh actually spoke uh, trees and vegetation and biological life into existence as he was forming the earth that was once just a a a a a, a void kind of almost water planet where it says the spirit was hovering over the face of the waters. But I find it interesting that here in the place that he would call mankind to steward that even. God himself didn't choose to get around, once it was set in order, he didn't choose to go around the protocol of the newly created realm that he just made. He planted the garden. So he didn't speak the garden and have it immediately happen. It says he planted the garden and then he put mankind into that um, into that environment of this biological miracle that's that's for the first time ever functioning within these laws of the created realm that he made he's he's literally putting this almost this order and this heart cry on display and and teaching the man how to steward the ground the bible actually says that they were they were there for a purpose and it was not to just enjoy the fruit it was actually to work the ground the the purpose of it was stewardship the purpose was never to enjoy something or to be entertained in the garden or to live a life of, of exclusive um, delight or just pleasure and the indulgence of the resources of the garden. The, the point of it all was actually to live a life of stewardship over the earth and communion with Yahweh. 
And when one of those things was broken, which was the communion that they had, the connection, whenever the uh, whenever it says their eyes were opened and Yahweh appeared to them in the garden, and it says he cast them out of the garden, the very place where he had intended for them to steward was compromised because of that lack of a continued connection in the place of communion with Yahweh. And so um, I've, I've, my heart is so... My heart is so electrified with joy when I remember the original call that we have to steward creation. And, you know, my wife is so passionate about this. It always, she actually is the one who really began in me a passion to really understand creation as a technology. And, um, you know, one, one thing that she says that has always blessed me so much, I asked her, I said, uh, I said, Macy, what is it that is your purpose in this, you know, uh, in this world? And she said, I'm going to heal the earth and I'm going to heal the air and then I can heal me. And if I can heal the earth, the air and me, then I can heal everybody else. And she just has this such this, it's amazing confidence in the way she speaks about stewardship of creation that it just it has always fired me up because I know without a shadow of any looming doubt that this is the dream of God for our species to take dominion of this earth, and it's to learn how to steward. And in order to do that, I believe that there's this all these distractions need to be put away. We need examples to rise up of people who can... Um, who can run away from this current model of perpetuated consumerism and where we're celebrating this, the continued act of just consuming, consuming, consuming and not um, and almost laughing at the concept of leaving the cultural norm, stepping out of any kind of societal structure and learning how to actually produce, produce, produce instead of consume, consume, consume. You know, I, and it's going to take sons of Yahweh in the earth really understanding this. And I know that this is not, you know, some people might say, well, I don't feel called to learning how to uh, do this or, 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 you know, grow, grow a garden or learn how to sustainably farm or learn how to raise cattle or whatever it may be. But I'm just saying that we really do need a remnant of free people to rise up out of this system and illuminate once and for all, this path to a sustainable future. Because this system that's currently in place is not sustainable. It is not giving life back into the earth. It is prostituting the earth. It's destroying the soil. And it's preventing us from really operating in the original first creation stewardship um, model that Yahweh designed for us to operate in. And so... I'm just fired up to be one of those ones to continue learning about this. I don't know everything, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to set my heart to see what it is the Father's saying about this, to be one of those ones with my wife who is one of my, literally she is my biggest source of inspiration for this and how passionate she is and knowledgeable she is. But I want to. I want us to... to, to really stand up and say that no, we're not going to continue giving our allegiance to this altar of consumerism that exists in Babylon. We're going to stand up. We're going to be producers. We're going to remember that it's Yahweh's, Yahweh's cre- you know, his creation was thoughtfully designed in a way that wouldn't just favorably progress a, um, a, a race of people who are dependent on the technologies of Babylon. 
That's not how it's going to work. Literally, the future of our race, of our species, of mankind, the, this, new cre- this almost new creation man, the Christed man in the earth ruling and reigning is going to be leveraged by the sons of Yahweh who are engaging with not the technologies of the world, but the technologies of the earth. And I feel like this is Yahweh's heart. It's a very urgent thing for me to understand, for my family to understand, so that we can respond and be faithful with what God has given us to do. So anyways, I just want to thank you for for listening and engaging with this podcast. I pray that it blesses you, that it stirs a fire in you to be passionate about everything that Yahweh designed you to do. Everybody has such an important piece in this thing. Everyone plays such an important role. Every joint in the body of Christ supplies. And so I hope that this blesses you and puts a fire in your heart. It reignites those spiritual um, coals that that may have been smoldering, and it th- it just it, it breathes them back into this life filled, fiery flame of Yahweh of passion to do and to and to establish everything Yahweh designed for you to do and establish. So I declare grace over you, um, an immeasurable peace that is transcendent and that blesses your um, your family, your marriages. Um, in your entire life, into the generations, to the thousandth generation to come, I declare that you'll be blessed and that you will forever be leveraged in everything that Yahweh has given us to do and to be. So I, uh, I'll speak to you all in the next podcast. Again, this is Elijah. Blessings and Shalom.